0: Philip Slavin of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I? Well, you're you're probably right, and it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site, and if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. As the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's Friday, and that means it's time for some football. I'm your host, Philip Slavin. And I'm Chris Ross. And this is the Ten Twelve the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. Ladies and gentlemen, there may not be a Big 12 game tonight, but we are about 24 hours away from the game kicking off again. I, can we just say, like, the summer takes so long. It takes so long to get to football games, and then we're in week two, we're going to just... Snap our fingers, and Week Ten's going to be here. And I, I want to, I want to make sure we enjoy every minute of this season, because once it's gone, it takes forever to come back.
1: Yeah, it it seems like we wait forever for it to get here, and then it's just over in a blink of an eye. Because, I mean, you're only two weeks in the conference play, and you think about the in the season's a third over, you know. So it's, uh, it it goes by quick.
0: Yeah, it does. So it's Friday, and that means we are making picks. Chris and I are making picks for five Big 12 games and one non-Big 12 game. And there's a lot of consensus this week. I probably should have picked better Big 12 games. But after what happened last week, I need to do whatever I can to make up um, some ground.
1: Yeah, it was not a, a good week for you. Uh, just so everybody knows, where are what are the standings? Chris went 5-0 and
0: 1 last week. I went 1-5. and
1: I'm sorry I didn't I, I missed that. What did what did I
0: do? You know what you can you can you can hear it again when you listen to the podcast once it's live. <laughs> uh, I don't feel like going back and repeating. It was not a good week. I I should have had the Purdue game over Nevada. I've had a 17 point lead and then decided to stop playing football and I'm, as as cool as that game was, it was not fun for Philip. Uh it ruined his his picks. So yeah. I mean, yeah. it's pretty
1: bad if it made him talk in the third person.
0: Yeah, yeah, not not great, not great. Um, I I've got a couple opportunities this week to to make up some ground, try and close the gap, uh, and get things going. Before we get to our picks, though, because they're a ton of fun. If you are a Kansas fan or an Oklahoma State fan, do yourself a favor. Make sure you are signed up for ESPN Plus. That's the only way you can watch this week's games. They're not on ABC, they're not on ESPN, they're not on ESPN two, they're not on ESPN the Ocho, it's just on ESPN Plus. It's like four ninety nine a month, tons of Big Twelve stuff going on there. Miles to Go, which is the Kansas documentary. It's really fun. You're going to love it. So just go ahead and get signed up. And if you aren't aware, so y'all know about Disney Plus that's coming out, which is going to be the coolest thing ever with Star Wars shows and Marvel shows and all this. So eventually there's supposed to be a package deal between Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus for like 12 bucks a month. So why not just go ahead and get your ESPN Plus subscription now so you have it set so that you don't miss any of the awesome things that are currently owned by Disney, who is eventually just going to own all of us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you... uh... how you don't love that right now Uh, when they announced the pricing for that i was actually really happy because at first it was like oh great something else we have to get at this point it's turning into cable between netflix and uh you know all all the other options out there hulu and all that then so now to have a kind of a package deal with espn plus if you get your espn plus now that's going to be a huge benefit you can even if you're just wanting to catch the games this week uh, with kansas and oklahoma state if you if you're a fan of those teams you just want to catch this week's games uh use the link to get a free trial and you know and, and check it out there there's a ton of content on there though and and uh, i've been checking it out it's pretty awesome
0: yeah, so if you want to find the link to do that, and we would appreciate it if you clicked our links because it would help us out, just being
1: Absolutely. blunt
0: and being honest, uh, we have the link pinned at to the top of the 1012 podcast Twitter account, at TN, the number 12 of the word podcast. You can also find the link on the Land Grant Gauntlet's Twitter account as well. That's at the underscore LGG. Go give both of those accounts a follow. You're going to want all the coverage that we have from this weekend. We have plenty of stuff up there, both. Chris and I's opinions, if you want to follow both of those. Plenty of articles are going to get posted, thoughts, and you can get yourself signed up for ESPN Plus so you can watch that OSU and Kansas game because I'm going to have the OSU game on my computer on a little side monitor because, I mean, it's OSU versus McNeese. Yeah, I'm going to have, at the same time, as Texas LSU. So big screen is Texas LSU. Monitor screen, ESPN Plus, Oklahoma State, McNeese. I'm going to get signed up. Make sure you're signed up so you don't miss any of it, any of the Big 12 Now channel. Friday means picks Chris and I are obviously going to be making ours before we get to our picks we've got five big 12 games we're going to pick and then we all have our a random one there's a couple of topics I think we should should discuss well, the first one obviously the game of the week Texas LSU we had our big game preview back on Wednesday but I, I'm curious This is not just a huge game. I think this game has a lot of implications both for the Big 12 and the SEC. After week one, the SEC feeling a little bruised thanks to upset losses by Tennessee, Missouri, Ole Miss. And here they come with one of their probably three best teams of the season going in to face a Big 12 team in Texas on the road, and they're a favorite. So to me, a loss by LSU would only help to further kind of bruise their reputation this season. For the Big 12, there aren't a lot of opportunities for marquee non-conference wins, and those are important in deciding just how good your conference is heading into the, the end of the year. This is the biggest opportunity for the Big 12 to get a marquee win outside of conference play. Who do you think this game is bigger for, the Big 12 or the SEC? Well, it's
1: clearly a bigger game for the, the the Big Twelve because you know they're they're the SEC is looked at as the king of college football, right? So if they drop a game, that perception is not going to change. I mean, we saw that from Week One. Look at the games they dropped. Uh, they're still considered the best conference in the country. So for the Big Twelve, if they lose it, then it just reinforces that notion. For the Big Twelve, if they win it, though, then that that might get. People talking about the Big 12 kind of being back, you know, with Texas being back and uh, obviously Oklahoma has looked very good. So uh, I I think uh, I think the Big 12 has more on the line in this one.
0: Yeah, I agree. Like I said, this is this is the Big 12's marquee win. I know there's you know West Virginia's at Missouri this week. You've got Kansas State facing Mississippi State. You've got Iowa, Iowa State. You've got some other opportunities for some nice wins. But as, as far as I win to really hang its hat on both Texas and the Big Twelve as a whole, this is this is the best one. Oklahoma taking the week. I don't want to say off. They're playing South Dakota, an FCS team matchup aside. Jalen Hurts had an incredibly impressive Week 1 performance. Not, It's an FCS team. We're not going to learn much about them this week, let's be honest. But what can Jalen Hurts do this week in probably like a half of action? Let's be honest. Like I can't imagine he plays more than a half of this game. But What can you, he do in this game to only further his reputation and maybe increase the, the Heisman odds he has heading into the season this early?
1: I don't think we can outright dismiss a team because they're an F- FCS team. Um, I mean, we've seen Big 12 teams lose to FCS teams. Uh, we saw SEC teams lose to FCS teams. So I think that, that – so I, I don't want to outright dismiss them. For Hurts, he just has to come out and, and play his game, play the game he played last week, uh, not worry about the stats. Uh, this game isn't going to make or break your Heisman. So just, you know, get the, get the W, take care of business, and, and – You know, worry about being on a bigger stage later.
0: So let's go ahead and and start down our picks. And we'll start with West Virginia, Missouri. The line that we have is that uh, West Virginia is currently a 14-point dog against the Tigers. What's your pick in this game?
1: I do expect Missouri to win the 14. Uh, It's it's a line I'm not really comfortable with, but I I think I'd have to take the Tigers. I just don't have a lot of faith in the Mountaineers and what I saw this week. Hopefully they prove me wrong and uh, I can ride with them next week but uh as it stands i i'm just a little bit afraid of the statement missouri wants to make
0: i think missouri is going to come out angry i think their their defense is going to want to show that they're not as bad as they looked the week before and, and kelly bryant west virginia is not terrible but kelly bryant's not is is legit and i i have a feeling at home home opener crowd that is ready to see a W bounce back from last week. I, I could see Missouri not only winning this but going ahead and keeping the foot on the gas for as, as late into the game as they possibly can just to just to kind of push away those bad memories of what happened in Laramie. So I I'll also take uh West Virginia. You, or, yeah, sorry, you're, Missouri.
1: You're you're taking Missouri because you don't want to lose any more ground to me.
0: I don't want to talk about it. That's not you know Uh next up, this is a I don't love this line, but that's kind of why I picked it. Uh, Kansas State is currently a twenty-three and a half favorite over Bowling Green. What you got here?
1: I was over here looking up. Uh, when was the last time Kansas State beat anybody by twenty-three and a half points? Uh, so I was a little bit worried about it, but they impressed me last week, and I doubted them coming into the season. Uh, but Kansas State looked really good. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, ride that momentum, and I, I feel like they get a bad Bowling Green team and. And I'm just gonna keep my fingers pro my fingers crossed that they do it by at least 24 points.
0: So 23 and a half is a big line. And I know Bowling Green's defense is bad, so I think Kansas State's gonna be able to score some points. But I, I do wonder if Bowling Green's offense can do more against Kansas State than Nichols did last week. And here's my question Can will Kansas State score more points this week than they did last week? I, I don't I don't know about that. Will Bowling Green score more points against Kansas State? The Nichols did. Yes, I think so. And that that that, that twenty one to twenty four line is tough, and I mean if I'm going to gain any ground after last week's embarrassing i'm I'm gonna lean towards Bowling Green's side here and say that that Kansas State does not cover that twenty three and a half I still think they win by like three touchdowns, but i I think Bowling Green can put up enough points to to keep it closer than than twenty three I mean it's not a bad pick that it's a big number, yeah, and if you think that number's big. <laughs> Baylor is currently a 25 and a half point favorite against university of Texas, San Antonio. That is a big line. Again, if I'm in Vegas, I'm not betting any of these because big lines are terrible. But, uh, since we're here, that's what we're going to do and have fun with.
1: Yeah. This is not the same UTSA team that beat Baylor. Uh, then this is not the same Baylor team either. Baylor's considerably better than they were, uh, you know, reeling after the scandal that, that rocked Waco. Um, I like the chalk. I like the chalk. I, I typically find games where, uh, I, yeah, I like to find games because the reality of it is Vegas has a hard time putting an accurate number on these games with these high-profile, these, these high-potent offenses, right? So the, like teams like Baylor and stuff like that, that 23-and-a-half against a really bad, or 25-and-a-half against a really bad UTSA team uh, give me the bears to, to smoke the Roadrunners, uh, I think they get this by 35 or more, uh, so so I'm going to take the Bears.
0: Yeah, we've got a consensus here again. I, just, I look at this and say last year Baylor went to UTSA and won 37 to 20, so they won by 17 points. Is Baylor at home this year nine points better against them than they were last year? Yeah, I think so. I think I think Baylor can put up more points and probably hold UTSA to a little bit less in Waco. And as even as big as this spread is, I I think I like Baylor to cover it. So this is my the Texas LSU is, is the is the most well it's the most fun pick. This is the most interesting pick. So Kansas is currently a seven and a half point favorite against coastal Carolina. Two things. Kansas opened as a ten point favorite in this game and the line has moved towards coastal Carolina. Which I think is strange. And I think a lot of that is just because of how Kansas performed last week. People weren't all that impressed by Kansas. Which, seeing the money continue to come back toward Coastal Carolina is just is just really interesting. Kansas gets Puka Williams back. What's your pick in this game?
1: Yeah, so if... If uh, Kansas were Alabama, Puka Williams would have been back at halftime last week. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think it's really odd that this spread has moved the way it has, considering that the Jayhawks do get Puka Williams back. And, uh, again, Abdul, I, I like your pick. I uh, I had faith in the Jayhawks last week uh, of taking them. Uh, they rewarded me for it, so I'm going to go ahead and put my faith in them again and, and, and take Kansas in the chalk, uh, lay the— lay the seven and a half if you know if you could get it a full point lower lower, that would be i feel a lot better about it but i'll I'll do it at seven and a half uh and and for philip and i we both really need the jayhawks to to do well here because i have puka williams on my fantasy team and he just picked up carter stanley so for philip's sake yeah we we need the jayhawks to do well here
0: yeah I'll, i'll be rooting for kansas look the Puka Williams point is, I, I just I don't understand how people don't realize he's coming back and and see this as big for Kansas. First off, Coastal Carolina opened their season with a seven point loss to Eastern Michigan, and I don't I, I can't tell you how good Eastern Michigan is. They might be awesome, they might not be, and I know there's some recency bias because no Kansas didn't look great against Indiana State. Mm-mm. Like I I understand that, but they didn't have Puka, and let me remind you last year. Kansas opened their season with a loss to an FCS team. They they didn't have Puka. And when Puka came back, I know Central Michigan's not very good, but they went on the road to Central Michigan and blew them out 31-7. to That's how big of an impact Puka had from Week 1 to Week 2. I think he kind of does the same thing this week. So, yeah, we have a consensus pick again here. I'm also taking Kansas. All right, we've saved the best for last outside of our – actually, let's do this. I do want to save the best for last. So let's get our – non Big 12 game picks out of the way. You get one game whatever you want as long as it's not a Big 12 game. Chris, what's your game here?
1: I'm actually going to take Cincinnati at Ohio State. I like the Buckeyes uh to win this by more than 16. So I'm going to take the chalk. I'm a, I, I like taking the chalk. I I think Ohio State's really good. I like them at home. Uh, against Cincinnati nothing against Cincinnati but I just think that Ohio State is the better team and they they match up fairly well and uh, the Buckeyes are going to win this one comfortably good pick
0: so I am going over to the ACC and the Big Ten right now the University of Maryland is going to host number 16 Syracuse and Maryland is a two-point favorite and I think we're caring too much about the fact that Maryland just beat up a Howard team, an FCS Howard team that, that went four and six last year by 79 to nothing. I don't think Syracuse is as good as they were last year. And Syracuse was pretty good last year, but I do think they're still better than a Maryland program who first year under Mike Loxley, I know they went 79, 179, nothing. I just, I, I think Vegas is being smart and seeing that score and thinking people are going to kind of jump on uh to maryland especially syracuse kind of struggled in their season opener a little bit didn't look great i maryland favored by two i will take syracuse i just i don't i don't i don't see it i don't see maryland winning this one yeah i mean it's it's a it's a good pick all right so this is the game of the week and i'm glad we saved it for last texas versus lsu it's the game of the weekend game day is going to be there it's huge huge for texas huge for lsu Going to be an insane party in Austin. If you are going to be there, I am, I am green with envy. And it is, to me, the most fun line of the week. Texas is currently a six-and-a-half-point dog to LSU. Uh, it opened with a line of LSU as a four-point favorite and has only grown from there. What do you got here? So I'm
1: really happy that a team in the SEC has discovered the spread. But Texas is kind of used to defending it by now. Uh, they they've seen it a, a little bit, so uh, I'm I'm going to take the Longhorns at home. Um, LSU they just keep running their mouth and, and giving uh, Texas all the bullets and board material they could they could ask for. And, and I think that while LSU's the deeper team, that depth doesn't help you when they're on the bench. So uh, I I like Texas. There are concerns. Uh, they're, they're a young team. Uh, you know the running back issue. But I think they're just going to play up to the occasion and and get the win in Austin.
0: Okay. So here's a stat I I want to give you guys. Tom Herman as a head coach is 13-2-1 as a dog. At Texas, he's 8-2-1 as a dog. Mm -hmm. Texas... Gets up for big games. We saw that last year. Tom Herman got Houston up. Remember when Houston beat Oklahoma with Baker Mayfield? Tom Herman knows how to get his team up for big games. He's not always as great at it when with with subpar games, but they did it last week and and took care of a decent Louisiana Tech team pretty well. I like Texas in this game. I, I am picking Texas. I, it's really hard to pick against a record like that, at 13, two and one as a as a dog. That is insane. Like, that tells you exact all you need to know about why Texas is so good against the good teams and and okay against the the not great teams, and as a favorite. They get up for games like this. These are the kind of games that Texas now lives for, that Tom Herman coaches for. I'm not sure if Texas wins, but once this line, when I saw the line at, at four, I was like, okay, when it got to five and a half, I thought, all right, once it got to six and a half, oh yeah, I love it. I love this line. Give me UT. All now day. I'm a little bit worried about my pick. No, no. This is great. This is a great pick. I love it. I, I'm, I'm so excited. I can't wait to watch this game. I'm going to have to, like, as an OSU fan, I'm going to have to have the the UT game on the big screen and the OSU on the, the monitor next to it. I just, I'm sorry. Like, OSU versus FCS or LSU Texas. This game is going to be fun. I cannot wait to watch it. And if it's anything like the, the Oregon-Auburn game last week, just as far as entertainment value, I think we're all going to be in for a treat.
1: Also, thank you to whoever decided to put five Big 12 games on at the same time.
0: Ugh. Scheduling. Come on, people. Come on. Come on. There's like nothing in the middle of the day. You couldn't put one more game. There's only eight games. Like You could split it up a little bit better than that. Uh, Everybody, thanks for listening this week. You guys have been awesome, and just enjoy the games this weekend. Hey, guys, a couple of things before we go. Just a reminder, make sure you're subscribed to the 1012 Podcast so you don't miss a single episode during the football season. Two, rate and review the show. Five stars, please. It helps us get the word out about the show to other people. Plus, we just like to know what you like and don't like. Just if you're going to give us one star, let us know why. We appreciate it. Don't forget, if you want to be part of our first mailbag episode this month, shoot us your question. You can DM us. On Twitter at 1012podcast, ten twelve podcast T E N the number twelve the word podcast or you can shoot it to us in an email. That's ten twelve podcast TEN number twelve word podcast at gmail.com. sports Social Podcast Network.